0: Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your
1: doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. Wait a minute. The Jock Doc Podcast has been the answer to all of our problems all along.
2: It always has been.
1: Introducing your host, Doctor London Smith.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Doctor London Smith. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as atypical lymphocytosis and chubby bunny, so I will try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Cameron!
1: What's up? what's up
0: yeah i'm sorry that normally you don't respond in that way
1: so oh i you're wondering about the are you wondering about the the barking song
0: yeah no i'm not sure what else i would be wondering about i was just i was introducing you
1: well i you know i the 2020 has been in sort of an odd year for a lot of people wouldn't you agree dr london
0: yeah yeah it's for For most people, I would think and it's a change. I
1: thought especially during this difficult summer where the heat's just getting hotter and the ice cream is melting faster than ever, I was thinking maybe we could bring a little Christmas joy and you know, a common thing that you've seen um, probably around is like Christmas in July, and of course it's August now. Mm-hmm. so this is Christmas in July in August, and this is our Christmas in July in August show. And so I'm just going to bring a lot of Christmas joy, a lot of Christmas spirit to sort of brighten up our listeners' lives.
2: Yeah, so I don't really see the
1: need. Don't you feel don't you feel like uh I don't know, don't you feel like uh thoughts of of sugar plums?
0: Well, I mean, I I just cuz it for for me right now, it's summer. So I don't. It's hard to just go there in my mind, based on dogs barking a song because it's also not the way that I ever hear that song traditionally. Normally, it just
1: well, this is the, this is the classic. I mean, this is the jingle bells that my mother grew up on and that my grandmother grew up on, mm-hmm. and it's the original. I mean, it's the original way that it was supposed to be. The lyrics were and everything were were added later. You know the legend of jingle bells, right?
0: I, yes, I, f- I feel like I have, but maybe maybe you maybe you have a different take.
1: No, I, the legend of Jingle Bells is that one day, hundreds of years mm-hmm. ago, and it was on on Christmas Day. Yes. a group of junkyard dogs started going. Do you,
0: do you think that maybe? And I don't want to, you know, I I I can hardly dispute that because. So did someone hear that and then think, okay, let's let's try to replicate this every year on Christmas? Yep. So someone put
1: And you know who that person was? My great 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 grandmother. Say wow, that's And it's been passed down ever since.
0: From dog to dog or Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, well, um, Also with us is, did you do in the house? And later, Cameron tells me that we can expect a special guest, so look forward to that.
1: That's right, Dr. London.
0: All right. Well, before we move on, I would like to, uh, to address a bit of listener feedback. I found this note um, written on a dollar bill that was given to me as change for recent purchase. The note reads, quote, seatbelts cause more deaths than the police and cancer combined. Wake up, sheep. Yes, end quote. So first of all, I would like to thank this listener for, um, for chiming in with this, this insightful question. I, so, so the benefit to this, we don't get a lot of medical questions and this at least is related to medicine. So I do appreciate that. Um, but to answer that, uh, so seatbelts actually do save lives. So, uh this
1: uh don't you uh to hear another person spout this nonsense is really really frustrating so you don't think that people need to be a little more open-minded about what people say saves us and what people say doesn't people say oh these seat belts they must save people because when i was a boy i wore a seat belt and so that we we must do that cuz that's how it's always been. And yet, have you ever thought that what if what if while you were in a car accident, the seat belts were to have some sort of a, you know, Drano or poison on it and then it were to drip in your mouth a little bit? Aww. You ever thought about that?
0: I, about that? No. That nope. specific scenario? No, I I have
1: not. Okay. And so it sounds like you haven't considered all of the options that might make seatbelts dangerous. And this person points out has killed more people than the police and cancer, and I mean war.
0: And you say that it's because there was some sort of draino or some other product leaking down.
1: I don't know the specific product. I don't want to. I don't want to get in trouble with a potential sponsor. I don't know if Drano was sponsoring us today or not. But you don't know. I think you go to the grocery store quite frequently and quite frequently, I'm having to pick up chemicals, you know, that I might use for pipes or for dishes or what have you. And I could see in a situation it splashing on the seatbelt and then it just drips in my mouth while I'm kind of tangled up.
0: I, I, this is a, I'm having a difficult time imagining this scenario. Uh, playing it's just you're
1: you're, we can we can move on because you're just too close-minded to see that maybe these things that that are meant to save us might actually be killing us this is just how you're not you're you're too close-minded to understand what's going on and thankfully people like our our friend here our listener here are rising up against your your kind
0: okay and you know maybe
1: and saying enough is enough
0: yeah maybe i'm maybe i'm unaware of some some aspect of the harm of seatbelts and chemicals. Maybe there's something I'm missing. Uh, so to that listener, thank you for listening. Um, now for today's medical topic.
1: I don't think cars should have anything other than the wheels. You, I think the outer body of the car mm-hmm. is a waste of space.
0: The You mean like the, the frame and the... The doors and the
1: yeah, all wing. of it. The waste of resources. Because
0: I, w- I thought you were referring to like the engine. You're saying only
1: all of that, only too. the wheels. Four wheels and just, just. However you want. I know you're about to ask, how, how does that work? Are you on one of the wheels as a unicycle? Are you sort of a human bicycle where your feet are attached to the back wheel and then you're holding on to two of the wheels and maybe you've got another one in a backpack as a spare? I don't care. They're your wheels. You get to decide how you want to use them. I don't tell you what to do with them. Okay. I just...
0: Because this all sounds... I feel like you wouldn't be able to have the functionality of a car with... With that going on. Do you see what I mean? Like, if you're fully occupied, because the benefit of having a car as opposed to just some, some wheels is that.
1: Just a, a loose wheels, two pairs of loose yeah, wheels.
0: Yeah, is, is that for one thing, like to have power behind it, you know, you have your engine to be able to sit, you'd have a, a seat, you, you have your accelerator, your brakes. Do you see how all of these aspects, the steering wheel, all these aspects that go up to make up a car.
1: Yeah, and that's great. If you want to do all of that and you want to put all that together and you want to order all those parts, that's fine. That's on you to do with your wheels. But you can't force that onto everyone else saying, this is how your four wheels need to be in this order and this speed and this blah, blah.
0: Okay, so you see a full functioning... This is a freedom issue, and yeah. that's why you're never going to understand I, I I thought you were getting into... So this is a form of oppression is... Having a yeah. fully functioning car With all the parts That is Oppressive to your values Okay, okay To your yeah. rights as a person and my
1: rights Yeah And as a man who likes okay. to carry around You know, four tires And not be judged for it so much
0: Your, your beliefs are I guess your own beliefs um, Anyway, as I was saying though Now for today's medical topic Transudative pleural effusion. A pleural effusion is a buildup of fluid between the tissues that line the lungs and the chest. A transudative pleural effusion is due to either elevated hydrostatic capillary pressure in visceral or parenteral pleura, like uh, this can happen when blood backs up into the lungs and congestive heart failure, Um, or it can be due to decreased plasma oncotic pressure and this is like in uh, hypoalbuminemia. In other words, uh, a little bit more to the layman, uh, the
1: first cause. Uh, oh no, you don't need to do that. You got. You don't need to dumb it. You don't need to dumb it down for people. Oh, when you said hypoalbuminemia, uh, I un, I mean ev- I and everyone else completely understood what you were talking about. Okay, are you sure? Because it seemed like it
0: might have been above your level. Can, I, I can explain it real quick, even just for our listeners. You know, Cameron. Maybe you,
1: because you think our listeners are stupid. You think they're stupid, no. so you have to dumb wow. it down. Obviously, you, I mean, obviously, like, I mean, I guess it. Yeah, I guess it depends on what your like state curriculum is at the public schools you went to or whatever. I know. Well, I grew up. Of course, we knew what hyperlipidias is, is. Yes.
0: Yeah. So anyway, to um. To the layman, in in other words. That first cause of hydrostatic pressure is the force of blood inside the capillaries pushing on the walls of those blood vessels. So uh, I guess like, you know, like water through a hose. It's its that, that pressure from the inside. Um, and this force can be great enough that it causes the blood to leak into the pleural space.
1: Uh, okay. Okay, I actually do think I know what you're talking about here.
0: Oh, so you didn't before? Okay, okay.
1: I was a little, maybe I was a little confused before, because, so, it, what, it, with what you're describing, if someone were to, like, prick you with a pin a little bit, you're saying a lot of blood would start shooting out at sort of a top speed, hitting the ceiling, hitting the walls. Well. Because that has been happening a lot. That
0: That's not what I was saying.
1: different people that I know.
0: That's, I mean, it, unless they go for uh you know, like, the carotid artery or something like that, and they... But just a prick shouldn't, should not do that. Just a little.
1: Okay. So if that is happening, then it's fine, is what you're saying.
0: No, if, if you have blood shooting out of you a lot. At top
1: speed, like you said, you said blood going top speed. Yeah.
0: Yes. Then you should uh, contact a physician. You should go to, you know, the emergency department probably because there's some sort of bleeding problem.
1: Because you don't trust your own knowledge and credentials enough i i think that so i should reach out to someone else
0: someone should physically be there to stop the bleeding if it's shooting out Uh, anyway but um the other cause i mentioned of uh you know the decreased plasma oncotic pressure uh that refers to a decreased amount of protein in blood plasma so because of osmosis that decreased protein in the blood plasma causes fluid to move across the capillaries from the low areas of protein to the high areas of protein. So, that's how it gets into the pleural space, if that makes sense. Uh, Other causes of transudative pleural effusions include liver cirrhosis, because the liver makes less proteins, Uh, you can have pulmonary embolism, nephrotic syndrome, uh, and that's where protein is actually lost in the urine, Uh, you can have peritoneal dialysis and atelectasis. Oh,
1: that might explain why my, is that, that might explain why my urine acts the same way as the, my blood is acting. The speed. Speed, force, spread, intensity, sound, velocity, weight.
0: Are you just listing measurements?
1: Things that are very similar between my spewing uh, at top speed, blood and spewing at top speed, urine. Okay,
0: so you said that was a friend of yours. Is do you, are you? Oh, it's yours? most
1: of the people I know. Most. This is how we met. Most. Me and most of the like my friends.
0: There's what, like a support group for people who, whenever they get a small cut, it spews blood. And, and not
1: really a support group. It's just if you have the kind of conditions that we have, you're gonna find each other very quickly.
0: In what What do you mean, like, does the blood shoot up enough that it acts like, kind of like a flare or something?
1: Yeah, you're going to be at the grocery store or something, and the tiniest little thing is going to set you off where you're going to be spewing blood at a top speed everywhere. And someone and you're there, all going to be able to see each other. Yeah, it's like a smoke signal. And
0: someone there is going to say,
1: hey, hey. hey, don't worry, buddy. I know you're feeling embarrassed right now, but I've been there.
0: And because I also have this medical condition. You really should get that one checked Yeah, out. here,
1: look and then I, you know.
0: Oh, you you pull out a pin and...
1: Yeah, it would make a cut, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Um, so, uh, clinically, patients may be asymptomatic, or they could have shortness of breath on exertion, peripheral edema, or difficulty breathing when lying down flat. Uh, it's, you know, orthopnea. Um, on exam, these patients may have signs such as dullness to percussion, decreased breath sounds over the effusion, and decreased uh, tactile fremitus. And that's tactile fremitus is when a physician feels on the patient's back while the patient speaks to feel for a difference in the vibration um, due to conduction from, you know, the fluids in the lungs. Uh, diagnosis can be made with chest x-ray. Oh,
1: fluids from the lungs are doing the same thing that the blood's doing and the pee's doing? I, Because that this has to be me, Dr. London.
0: I And when you say the pee, because normally when people use the restroom... Especially like if you've, you know, wait a bit, if you're, if you really have to go, then it can go Mm -hmm. out at a higher speed. The the urine can and
1: top speed bursting out, going everywhere.
0: Well, that's just a matter of aim. I would think, or like, you know, maybe sit down in the restroom. And if that's your, if that's your problem. That sounds very private though. I don't know if we needed to talk about that on the podcast.
1: You're the one who brought it up. Okay.
0: Okay, and I, I get you could argue. Okay. Um, in any case, a diagnosis can be made with chest X-ray, typically revealing a blunting of the costophrenic angle, uh, though about 250 milliliters of pleural fluid must accumulate for it to be seen with this, this particular imaging modality. Um, a CT scan is better for detecting effusions. And if the etiology is not obvious, uh, thoracentesis can be done and that can provide valuable clinical information, and also allow for um, some drainage relief for the the larger effusions. Transudative fluid is typically clear in appearance, and um, in terms of laboratory values, you can use the LIGHT criteria. According to the LIGHT criteria, a pleural effusion is considered transudative if the ratio of pleural fluid protein to blood serum protein is less than 0.5, or if the rate of pleural fluid LDH to serum LDH is less than 0.6, or if the pleural fluid LDH is less than two-thirds of the upper limit of normal LDH levels in the serum. Yes. And that
1: might have been a... So is this just something that our listeners are expected to to remember?
0: Yes. Yeah, it's... Well, so it's a medical education podcast, so really... You know, what I'm expecting is that most of our listeners... I guess
1: that's true. I guess it is going to be a lot of, like, nerds and...
0: Yeah, like, third, fourth year medical students who, um, you know, they just want to learn a little bit, you know, and, like, the light criteria is pretty specific, you know, the something being less than two-thirds of the upper limit of normal LDH levels, that's that's kind of a mouthful. So, that's that's why it was in... uh, That's why I said it, so that they can remember it a little bit better, um...
1: Right. It's like if the King Dweeb I mean, what would you call yourself? Like a dweebo or
0: I no, I don't think I would call myself like the,
1: If say if the king dweebo says it, then the little minion dweebos behind him will follow suit, right?
0: I I don't know if I would necessarily refer to myself yeah you just continue yeah. on just continue so anyway on. so treatment uh treatment for transitative pleural effusions is with diuretics and sodium restrictions um along with the aforementioned thoracentesis. though uh treatment of the underlying causes uh that remains paramount of course um but yeah that's so pretty simple that's transidative pleural effusions <laughs>
1: Do you see how this sort of adds another layer to your lesson?
0: It just, it seems a little bit distracting almost from...
1: Well, not unlike dogs, you know, performing a beautiful melody and then maybe receiving a little bit of a treat at the end because, you know, they did something good. Our listeners, you know, putting up with having to listen to your medical lesson. Mm-hmm. They get a little treat right at the end of it, which is Yeah, you get the idea. Yeah.
0: No, and I don't I don't need to hear and, any more of the idea. That's fine.
1: And this is just a little bit of the Christmas joy that I would love to bring to our audience as we celebrate Christmas in July and August. 2020 quarantine zone.
0: Okay. Uh what... That's great. That's great. Uh, We could go ahead and move on from there, though, if that's all right. Yes. All right. Uh, Cameron, you said that we have a guest today. Is
1: that right? We absolutely do, Dr. Linden. We have a very, very special guest today. And I know I've brought this up the last few episodes. But just because I say that someone is a very special guest, that does not mean that they are as special as Shaquille O'Neal. I don't know if our guest can dunk. I don't know if our guest can dribble a basketball. I don't know these things. But I feel like there's been yep. so much confusion surrounding this lately when I initially said that a guest was a special guest and it didn't end up being Shaquille O'Neal. It caused a lot of issues. It's not Shaquille O'Neal.
0: I, I don't know that it caused like that many issues. Like It was just a point of conversation. Almost. Like It wasn't really... If we had anyways, Shaquille
1: O'Neal as a guest, of course, I would say a very special guest. I'd probably say it's the most special guest we've ever had, because that would be incredible if we had Shaquille O'Neal on the show. But just because I refer to other guests as this was a special guest doesn't mean that it's him. You get that, right? Other yeah, people no, can I... be described as awesome or exciting or all these different things. It does not mean that it's, you know, former Laker and former Magic star, Shaquille okay. O'Neal. So...
0: Could you so when you introduce this guest, I don't know if you're playing it down because it really is Shaquille O'Neal or if it's something else. So I I don't want to get my hopes up either way because, you know, if we had someone like some some famous doctor come on, then that would also be a big deal. So it's not like I'm it's not
1: Shaquille. I feel like I really can't stress this enough that it is not Shaquille O'Neal
0: okay
1: now would you like to speak to our guest dr london
0: yes sorry uh so my name is dr london com. um this is our producer cameron and uh what was your name
2: oh, oh, oh my name is uh you could just call me grandma dilly yeah it's just easier that way
0: oh okay uh yeah, well, it's, it's nice to meet you, uh, Grandma uh, Dill. Did,
2: do you have a seat that I could sit down in, please? Uh, my, my knees are a little weak.
0: Yeah, so, well, it's more of a hammock that we have ready.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I did read in a Reader's Digest that the best way to sit is in a, is in a hammock that when you try to sit in, you would sort of tumble out of over and over again until you find the right balance. Mm-hmm. And so we've replaced I mean, and, all the furniture yeah. in the studio with that.
0: And also, so there's, but there is a rope, one main rope connecting everything. So we try to each of us take a turn holding it to keep us from falling. Yeah. So I get, I don't know. So here
1: we can situate, we can, we can, I mean, we, we can help you into the hammock, right?
2: Oh, of course, of course.
1: Oh, oh. Whoop. Uh, All right. Yep.
2: Oh, I haven't felt anything like that in years. Just
1: someone well, lifting your leg up? You're like by your oh.
2: shoe, y- yes. It's been a long, long time, you see, yeah. since someone's helped me put my shoes on. Yeah. But
1: that must be Cameron always
0: help. says, lift with your shoes,
1: not with your twos, those are your toes.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm sorry, wise well, old saying. Uh, I was gonna ask, uh, so Grandma Dilly, what brings you on um, the Jock Doc podcast?
2: Oh, well, you see, I uh. I ran into Cameron uh, not that long ago in the store and you know I was just having the worst bit of trouble with my tooth and I was just hollering and hollering mm-hmm. and he he just heard me and ran he, he over seemed as quick real... as
1: I possibly could.
2: Oh real concerned such a sweet young gentleman and, and I told him that my Tooth has been hurting me, and he said that he knew of a doctor that could help me with my tooth. Uh,
0: okay, so did he not say, like, maybe you should visit a dentist?
2: Oh, no, no. He just said, never You go to talk you. to my friend, Dr. LondonSmith.com, and he will take care of you right as rain. Mm
1: -hmm. And essentially what happened, Dr. Lennon, was that, you know, I I, I was at the store and I heard suddenly sort of a yelp, sort of a, oh! Like a
0: review, yeah. Of
1: course, and I had heard that it was a older grandma type having trouble. In these instances, I usually run over as fast as I can to try to help because usually what's happened is they've fallen over, and if I help them up, they'll maybe give me like $5 or something.
0: I was going to say, because you check for the wallet first. Oh, usually. yeah, absolutely.
1: And I would never do anything without expecting like at least like a f- three or four bucks in exchange. And so yeah. that's sort of what I was hoping for. But when I heard of her problem, of her tooth just, just hurting, like it just, just howling. I knew that she had to come see you, Doctor Lyon. I knew mm-hmm. that you were the only person who could help.
0: And you, so so you waived the fee then?
1: Hmm. Oh no, 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 no.
0: You had you still charged for for the oh, help? Oh yeah. yep.
1: No, she's being charged.
0: Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Ten dollars an hour.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. For 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 the time where you helped her up, or for being here.
2: It's... From the time that he helped me up up until um, I'm here today,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so mm-hmm. yeah, it's just How been sort of been?
1: a continuous. She's still I'm well, still on the clock basically.
0: Well, I mm-hmm. yeah. So what I'm asking is, when did this clock start?
1: When Ooh. did this? Oh, I mean, this yelp was probably three or four weeks ago, happen. right?
2: Oh, at least three or four weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, at least. So, so we'll, been...
1: I mean, we might as well say you know five or six weeks ago.
2: Uh, Yeah, maybe seven or eight. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: we'll say it's eight weeks ago. Ten dollars an hour, twenty-four hours a day, until this moment.
2: (laughs) That seems fair.
0: Well, I can't help Grandma Dilly, but that sounds like maybe Karen might be taking advantage of you there. And I, you know, I I, we'll we'll get to your teeth in just a moment. But do you often have people taking advantage of you in this way? I'm. I'm making them being presumptuous. Maybe Cameron is offering more services than Oh, are no, no, no. no. I'm definitely money.
1: taking advantage of her. Like, absolutely. There's no. I mean, to charge someone 24 hours a day, $10 an hour, obviously, I'm scamming them.
2: Now, you're talking about the advantage that he's been giving me to help with my other problems, right? You, you, uh, when you say taking advantage, mm-hmm. that, that's what you mean. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Okay, so I guess we'll,
0: I guess I'll try to, well, we'll go back to, the, the, you know, your, your, what we say in medicine, your chief complaint, um your teeth. So could you, uh I guess, tell me about it, but then also show me your teeth real quick.
2: Uh Do you, do you want me to try to do it at, at the same time or, cause I could try to do that if that's what you really want.
0: Okay, how about, how about give it four seconds of smile and like really showing off the, the teeth and then and then you can explain so let's just let's get a look at them okay
2: okay i'm i'm gonna give you the whole enchilada as the kids say these days okay mm-hmm. just uh, okay. Uh,
0: okay 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 okay, okay. Oh, you can close it you can close it no, oh, i don't oh. even need to full four seconds Okay. Um... Yeah. Did
2: you notice the smell? Because that's the first thing I noticed was the smell. That's the most concerning part. Demon worms aside, it's the smell that bothers me.
1: And that's definitely. I mean, I would say the first thing that I noticed was the, was the, was the stench. Especially over the. I mean, I didn't even really notice the demon worms as much as I noticed the sort of spicy smell.
0: See. For me, what I noticed was the, um, I don't know if, even if the mics picked it up, but it, the screech, it was at this particular pitch. And I, was that coming from the?
1: I couldn't, uh, the, I, I sort of had the same, I couldn't tell if that was coming from me or if that was coming from inside your mouth. But there was some sort of a sound that was happening when you would open uh, your mouth. It,
2: It was definitely a little bit from me, but definitely a little bit from the teeth too, if you know what I mean.
0: I, I'm not. They got a little whistle,
2: a little whistle going. Just the air flows through them.
0: Okay, I see what you mean. And then
2: the worms—they they they scream too.
0: Okay. So okay, so the worms are screaming, and you're whistling through your teeth, which also sounds like a scream.
1: Well, I mean, Doctor London, are you not curious about the? I mean, these demon worms that are going on inside of her mouth. Is this something that you've run into a lot in your medical field?
0: I, you know, I have to say, I don't, I don't believe so. Could could you, uh, Grandma Dilly, could you explain, um, you know, what you were about to explain? Uh, tell us about this issue. When did it start? Uh, and also, if you don't mind my asking and do feel free to say no, uh, how old you are. And so we can kind of get, you know, the timeline for this
2: well the last time i checked my pulse i was 103 years young um very healthy i have no other health issues in my life i don't have any other problems but this tooth just started acting up and i do have to say it does run in my grammy's family you know my my grandma dilly you know so that's That's a lot of Grandma Dillys who have had this tooth problem, you see. But I started to notice it, I would say about 30 years ago. And it just kept growing these little holes in my teeth. And then the little worms started poking out and doing, you know what the worms do? Talking to me all night long, Mm. chattering away. Just, I can never get enough sleep anymore.
0: Do the worms speak actual words, or...
2: Sometimes they are actual like words that chittering. I can make. A little bit of chittering sometimes. That's late late at night if the real upset and I had too much sugar.
1: Mm, that'll but, do it. But...
2: Mm-hmm, yeah, I, don't feed your teeth worms sugar after midnight, I'll tell you that.
0: Okay, so... So you were in your 70s when you noticed this, uh, the holes in your teeth, which were followed by the the, the, the worms coming out of them. So well, wait, first of all, saw- I did want to
1: ask, just to clarify on the age thing real quick, you said it, you were, the last oh, time yes. you checked your pulse, you were 103. When was the last time you checked your pulse?
2: Oh boy, when was uh, when was Reagan in office again? He was okay. such a nice young boy. Okay. Thank
0: you, Cameron. So, that was a good yeah. clarification question.
1: So okay. it's definitely so more in the hundred and, and you know forty-ish, hundred and thirty-ish uh, range. Oh,
2: you young kids, age is nothing but a number.
1: Oh, I totally believe in that. Don't don't get me wrong. Oh, we'll be talking after this show. Don't worry me. I I I I love everyone of all ages.
0: So, um, yeah. Okay. So regardless of so so it started. You said thirty years ago. We at least have that kind of a timeline. Yes. Uh, did you seek in this all this time you've had it? Have you or even your relatives sought help? Has any doctor seen it? Told you? hey, this is a, you know, some sort of parasitic infection. Have have you approached any, you know, medically trained person on this?
2: Well, like I said, this is something that seems to run in my family, so I just kind of let it go. I just figured if I ignore it long enough, maybe the cycle will end with me. Maybe not. I just kind of let, you know, fate roll the dice on that one, and, well, damn it, I lost.
1: See and I have found that that is the most effective way to handle I I would say almost anything like even beyond medicine or um any kind of responsibility you might have or just sort of basic chore or task you might have to do the best thing to do is just sort of I just go I don't know, and then just you just wait and it, see what happens yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm.
2: that anything just happens just like my your great flavor. Great, 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 great grandma deal. You say I don't know.
1: Yeah, and you're just carrying mm-hmm. on that tradition, and that's really special. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Luddin, I am. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm curious. You're very open-minded towards this demon worm growing out of her teeth situation. This is, and I feel like in in episodes past, this would be one of those things you'd be like trying to inject your like gook science into.
0: Well. So, so we've run into a thing where dentistry is a sort of a particular field, and it's um, so. So, I'm not positive of what this is, and which is why I'm asking more questions before I start to diagnose. So you're much more open-minded
1: towards the you know demon worm spawn that are infesting her mouth because it's a field you're not familiar with.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, at least this this particular presentation, because there are certainly you can have dental caries, you can have bacterial infections, you can have cavities, you can have gingivitis. Like I'm aware of those kinds of things, but yeah. to have, um, she said,
1: Crest white strips. She
0: noticed the holes. Well, so so she noticed the holes first. So this worm, and I understand that people label things as demons, whether they are you know just a. I I want to say just a word but I can see them looking at me through her here, smile. Here, do you
2: want to take another good look?
1: I Yeah, take a look real quick. No, London fight through the smell. Look, get a good look.
2: Do yeah. you see the one I- winking at you?
1: I mean, Dr. Yeah. Yeah. London, those What's aren't that? that yeah, that's not just a those aren't just worms. Those are I mean, you can tell they've got little I mean, they're demon horn demon worms.
0: They could be alien. I don't, you know, I don't necessarily want to pull in a, you know, from from this or that, uh, but or it could be some creature I'm just unfamiliar with. I,
1: but what, I, I, <sighs> Grandma Dilly? I want to. I, how did this happen? I don't. I guess I don't understand. It just popped up one day. You don't know what how, how this came about.
2: All right. I suppose I'll just get into further, you know, further depths with this. Um, like I said. It was a a beautiful spring day when I noticed that a hole had started at the back of my mouth. And that hole just kind of started to grow over a couple of days. And then I noticed those little worms starting to move. And again, this was after eating some sugar, which definitely do not recommend with worms in your mouth again.
1: Nope. They Especially after. Bananas. Yeah, after midnight, right?
0: Was that Especially. I'm sorry, was that not painful to do whenever you had holes in your teeth? To, to eat sugar?
2: Well, again, us dillies, we like to eat through the pain. So the more we eat through the pain, the more pain we can handle.
0: Wow. Because the nerves in your teeth are very sensitive. If you have a hole in there, like anyone who's... You know, had a, a very a, a big tooth problem, any infection. Like it's painful. It's very painful. Yeah. So you you it, fight through that.
1: It sounds like mm-hmm. Grandma Dilly could kick all those people's ass. Their collective yeah,
2: oh. ass. Oh, I definitely could. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Okay. So, um, so you're saying that it it popped up like that so it sounds like to me it could be bacterial except once again i can see the creatures looking at me and moving and uh, screeching so
1: and sort of winking at you not me it's like clearly
0: positioned at you are I, the
1: worms talking to you i mean like right now this is what i this is the thing that i'm curious about we heard the worm screaming earlier but is this something we can hear or is this something only you can hear
2: Oh, you can definitely hear it if you get close enough, because sometimes they just like to whisper, and uh, then you just can't make it out as good. But yeah, if you just come on, come on in close, just get all close I, up d- to my mouth. Yeah, just... I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to well, take let the mic. On...
1: Let's, let's, yeah, let, let, let's get some clothespins real quick yeah, let's, for our uh, noses. Let me
0: get this going. Let me put on the... um. Okay, let me put on a mask. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So as we're getting closer here. Oh, okay. 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 Okay.
2: Okay. And I'm gonna talk you through this a little a little bit. But you see the one that kind of has a pink looking head in the back? That's the one that talks the most. And that one, if you listen closely, this is exactly what he sounds like i'm going to kill everyone you love no, no one is safe every single person you love and in your life is going to leave you
0: by gold and i'm sorry this oh oh sorry i took off my mask but i have okay so can we uh that i mean That sounds like very negative talk
1: it is very negative talk, but I—I I mean, can I? Can I? I want to. I want to. I want to talk to this pink, talkative worm. Have you? Have what? you tried to like interact with them, or is it just more like they tell you these things?
2: I've tried to communicate with them, but I can't seem to really hold much of a conversation. Now, maybe Cameron, you might be able to hold a conversation with with the pink one. See, like that's I say, exactly he seems what I'm to like you.
1: Yeah, it just I I feel like we come from a very similar background in a lot of ways, and we just have a lot in common.
2: You have crawled out of a lot of holes. You were raised in someone's teeth?
1: In holes. Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of, yeah, like hiding in holes and then whispering things to people from those holes.
0: From the back, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, okay. And I would say, because... As you said, Cameron, the one was focused on me, but only visually, because I felt like the screams have been directed elsewhere, and maybe I'm just more of a distraction to help focus.
1: Maybe they're. So, I mean, yeah, maybe they're like looking for a new host too. That's what I was kind of assuming. But okay. regardless, well, that, I want yeah. okay, to. Doctor Lim, we got to talk to this. We got to talk to this talkative pink worm. Pink yeah, worm? Well you
0: you can. I've I've had enough. Oh
1: grandma sorry. Dilly, could you could you could you crank open your your yap again?
2: Oh sure. J- just one second. Ah!
1: Perfect. Alright, little, let me get let me get in in there. Alright. Ah, ah, oh. oh god. Alright, pink 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 worm, what is who who are you? What is your name? Chuck. Joke? My name is Chuck. Chuck. Chunk. Chuck.
0: Truck. Ch- like Charles. Like Charles. But Chuck. Yes.
1: I'm always in charge. It's Charles mm. in charge, so it's not chunk. Nope. It's Chuck. Chuck. I want to know, Chuck. What's your mo? What's what's what what's up? What are you doing? What's your what's your end game here? I want
2: to claim new hosts. Oh, okay, I thought, see, so that's that exactly confirm, what I
1: was thinking, Doctor London.
0: Well, and what you said out loud as well. What I'm, what I'm hoping is that you saying it out loud is not what gave them the idea, because you know, have, if they can understand speech, which it looks like they can, yeah, Chuck, maybe they had not
1: thought. Chuck, Chuck so, did I inspire you to find new hosts? Oh no,
2: totally dead, not at all.
1: Yeah, see.
0: Okay, well, that sounds like just denial of because because she's she said it's been in the family for generations and it sounds like maybe it's never left the family. And maybe that's why I've never heard of this condition, uh, because it's been, you know, one single, you know, sort of inherited trait in the sense that it's just been passed, you know, from from the family.
1: But and, now I, I do have another question though. I do go, I do want to ask. You seem to be dead set on killing everyone that we love. Uh is that something that runs in the family? Is that something that you've, you know, sort of grown grown accustomed to, like making those kind of demands? Or is that something that's just specifically, a hobby of yours?
0: Chuck versus, you know, the other worms in there. Because I see at least three, four
1: dozen it, yeah does every tooth have a worm or multiple worms how does this how is this divvied up to be honest chuck is kind of tired okay Chuck doesn't so want to do chuck this is anymore. gonna go to bed now
0: i'm probably not used to to speaking out loud this much maybe th- maybe chuck is having mine. to
1: speak so loud usually he can just speak to grandma dilly internally grandma dilly, so you yeah. don't even really have to talk that loudly but to talk on microphone yeah so grandma dilly Chuck's go ahead Chuck's bored. Oh no, Chuck is bored with our awful podcast. Grandma Dilly, go, you can go ahead and 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 crank Sh- your I... mouth closed. Back you can uh, close oh. your back. Okay, perfect. Cuz hey, cuz
0: I can go over the, you know, the light criteria for transitive plural effusion again if that'd be helpful to kind of liven things up.
1: Yeah, I... that,
2: that that's that's fine. I caught it out in the hallway. No, Chuck just likes to be an asshole sometimes. And uh when he just gets done talking, he just gets done talking, yeah, And that's and I, part I... of the problem. He doesn't want to talk to me
1: so i wh- what what are you wanting Dr. Linda to do exactly? Are you wanting him to get rid of the worms, or are you like okay with the worms and you're just trying to deal with the pain or what 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 do you what do you want from uh from our show
0: from this encounter?
2: Well, if you could find a way to possibly get rid of these worms in the nicest way possible, even though Chuck is one of the bad ones, the other ones aren't so bad and they don't deserve to get hurt, but they got to go. I'm done and Chuck is done. Get these worms out of my mouth, please. Deny.
1: All right, Dr. London, do you want to go ahead and uh, take care of that?
0: Oh, with the, um, with the clinical condition that I've never seen before in the field that isn't my study? Yep. Uh, okay, so maybe, so have these worms thought about maybe just trying the conventional, you know, host for worms, which is the ground? Maybe this, there could be a transfer to dirt instead of tooth.
2: Would you be able to help facilitate in that? I I don't have any sort of knowledge of legal standings on demon teeth worms, so I figure a doctor such as yourself should.
0: Okay, so you're thinking like in terms of squatters rights.
2: Oh, uh, uh, yes, okay. yes.
0: Okay. I'm I don't think that parasites using human hosts have those types of rights legally. But once again, this is dentistry more, not, yeah. you know, not just general medicine. So, so it's, I, it's impossible for you to know. It's hard for, for me to make a ruling. Yeah. Um,
2: well here, how about this? My, you know, uh, I I don't I don't have much left. What if I just pull the tooth? Could I pull the tooth?
0: Well, and once again, so maybe just go to a dentist. To have them pull the two or see, you know what to do at all.
1: Doctor London, it I, sounds once, like you're trying to pass responsibility and liability onto someone else. This patient came to see you. Yeah, and so, like, Be if we're gonna do it, a, a doctor, and help, Grandma Dilly.
2: You know, seatbelts don't save lives, but you could save mine today.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, I. Well, for one thing, to save lives, it sounds like this isn't, a, you know, an issue of mortality so much
1: to as To save
2: is. my life, if you could just get rid of these worms.
1: I mean, Dr. Lennon, just because she's had them since the Reagan years doesn't mean that they won't eventually kill her. Sure, she's in her 130s or 140s, but who knows what the next 60, 70 years are going to bring.
0: Right. um, You know, uh, you know, instead of so, so this I feel like might be a little bit out of my range, but so alternatively, I, what if we, Cameron, ch- went went to the chores?
1: Okay, but that's we can we can spin the chore wheel, but that's not gonna. I mean, that's not gonna cure this. Or I, I know, guess maybe so, it could. Be, I guess one of the chores could be. I, I haven't. I don't. I, remember I don't remember, all remember the what's all on the board, but one of the chores could be get rid of Grandma Dilly's demon teeth worms.
0: Which, either way, I would probably just refer her convenient. on to a so dentist.
1: We we can go ahead and do that. Uh, let's go ahead. We're going to spin the chore wheel for those of uh, who are just tuning in. We have let a huge list of chores build up over the last year that I've just been too busy to take care of. Dr. London's been too busy, but we have to do them. And so They're really piling up.
0: And it's weekly that things are added. Things are so. added
1: constantly. and just especially with the stock market the way it is you know and it's just affecting the chore wheel and so (sighs) we've been trying to knock one thing off a week and so let's just go ahead and spin it uh dj dylan can we um um gas up the uh the chore wheel yes
0: yeah and you'll want to use a hefty amount of gas because last time it did putter out a little bit
1: yep All right. And let's see here. It is send hate mail. Ooh. I'm actually kind of excited about this one. So, this one, a lot of
0: people don't talk about the business side of medicine, but this is a significant aspect of it. Like the behind the scenes, there's the clinical part, of course. And then there's the business side where you have to write hate mail. And, Cameron, you've this is something you're also having to deal with.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is just something that at least from I've learned from you is how you're supposed to deal with your problems is write a piece of hate mail towards something.
0: Yeah. A strongly worded letter to any issue in your life, because then you can articulate your thoughts and also, you know, uh, depending on, you know, what you have a problem with, sometimes you can even, uh, that suggestion might change, an action might change a position, change someone's mind. And so, you know, it's expression, but it's also uh, look, you're, you're pushing for change.
1: I didn't come here today wanting to hate anything, but it's on the wheel. Mm-hmm. We have to it's do it. It's on the
0: wheel. And it yeah, we don't want to do these things, but this is the, the tour
1: wheel. Anyway. All so, right, so let me, here give me, a, here, give me a piece of paper and a pen. Here, I'll, I'll write yeah. my, my first one. All right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Okay. Dear the birds in my game room. I keep trying to play pool, which is my favorite game that I've got in my game room. I'm pretty good. I don't really play with anyone, but I can definitely get all the balls in all the holes. Um, I haven't gotten the order down right, particularly, but that's sort of the next step that I'm learning. But unfortunately... These birds have laid eggs and built nests and little pockets on the pool table. I really hate you, birds. I hate the way that you're faster than me. I hate the way that when I go in there and I'm just trying to play a game of pool by myself, that you swoop down and you grab, I mean, you just grab little tufts of my hair that you then build a nest out of. I hate how expensive it is to feed you. Okay, well, I don't think it's I don't my responsibility to... to be feeding you, but it's I do feel much... obligated because it is my pool table, and I know that that's part of the upkeep sometimes. Just get the hell out of my game room.
0: <laughs> the okay. end. Love good. you. And it's good for you to, to get that out. That's right. Alright, and um, Grandma Dilly, do you have one that you'd like to share? Yes,
2: I... uh. I actually just got a pretty good idea on how to maybe get rid of these uh, demon worms. Okay. Uh, Oh, is
1: it by writing them a strongly worded letter?
2: It is indeed. Dear Demon Teeth Worms, it is me, Grandma Dilly, your host, as you probably know. I hope that you can read this letter as I haven't asked if you know how to. However, I have to say that I am strongly disappointed in our recent relationship. I do not like that you constantly keep me up and I can't spend time with my grandchildren without you yelling at me that you're going to take them to some location that I'll never find them again. That is unright. And I will not stand for it anymore. Sincerely, Grandma Dilly. P.S. Get the hell out of my mouth.
1: Wow. And
2: I'm just just going to crumple it up and just shove it right in my mouth.
1: Yeah, just chuck it in there.
2: And oh, do read it. Oh, don't read it.
1: They'll get around to it if they can read English, for sure.
0: Yeah. It looks like they're tearing it up to piece together later. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeah, so my turn. This is, you know, it's my chore as well. Okay. Okay. Dear unpainted room and the concept of painting it. Well, we knew this day would come that I would think about painting the room. I know that you're supposed to tape up certain parts with whatever paint person tape. You're supposed to mark up this or that with something to block the the paint. Hmm. And can I tell you, dear concept of painting room, I have not trained for this. And I am told that it can be expensive to hire someone else to do it. So it's stupid to do that. I don't know how to do it, and I do not want to learn how to do it. But. But but sometimes it's good to learn. But not today. today. Signed. Me. Me.
1: That was powerful.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And, do you and just, thank you. Oh.
1: Do you want to um, go ahead and write the address in there, Home Depot?
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, I was gonna put it in the envelope, send it to. Yeah. Uh, I can do that after the show. I can do that after the show. Sure. Sure. Um, wow. Okay.
1: Well, I'm glad we yeah, were and- able to. I mean to do that and be able to express ourselves. I know it can be hard to get into such a negative mindset like that and try to try to dig your way out of it. But I feel like mm-hmm. I think we've all grown a lot after being able to write those letters and be able to vent a little. And I mean, Grandma Dilly, it, something's going on with your mouth.
2: Oh yes, there's a lot of things popping off in there. I can yeah, just like the, those candies that uh. Pop in your mouth.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, Pop stuff popping off, like the the floor is covered with something now. Something has been popping off, and it's just scattered. Well, it, speckles I, I, everywhere. I, I
1: can't tell if the worms are leaving or if they're revolting.
2: Well, they're definitely revolting, but um, I I do think that they took my letter to heart and they're re- they're leaving.
0: One it thing I can say um, People have called me revolting before And it's okay
1: Of course, okay. and I definitely, you know They definitely are revolting But it's more in a, like a French Revolution Sort of sense It's almost, It almost kind oh, of okay. looks like The other worms have I mean, risen up against Chuck
2: Oh, oh. is that A tiny guillotine I see That they've built?
1: That definitely looks like it oh yeah no that's definitely oh. what that is okay well, well, that
0: sounds like a good time to, to should be done here i i don't i don't want to watch that was a bloody revolution oh, from what i remember God. and i don't mean that like just in the british way i mean that in you know blood oh, blood was shed. it
1: smells so much worse now too
0: yeah okay i guess i gotta oh uh, yeah throw on that mask again Alright, well, uh, Grandma Dilly, is there any more, uh, any way for our listeners to, I guess, follow you? Uh, any way to keep up with you?
2: Well, now, I don't necessarily do all of the social media things like the young kids do, but I do have a recommendation for a podcast that I love to listen to if you're interested. Okay. Yeah, it's it's called dead waves. It's an improvised paranormal podcast and you have three lovely hosts who try to solve callers supernatural and weirdo problems.
0: Okay, we've actually had them on as uh, as guests before and it was uh it was outside of our usual range of, you know, medical problems, but some of yours actually kind of fit into that same Uh, Space, so to speak
2: Oh yes, I've called into The show myself before You see, my little puppet dog uh, Was uh, Peeing fire, and well The doctor said it was a urinary Tract infection, but I said It had to do with all the other Demon dogs it was summoning But they helped me out As good as they can Okay,
0: do you you often Call into Podcasts? Is that a Is that a thing for you? For asking for advice?
2: Uh, on occasion. You see, my family doesn't uh, talk to me very much anymore. My, My dear, sweet son, Henry, he hasn't called me in so long. So it's just sometimes nice to talk to young folks and get their ideas and opinions on my own troubles.
0: Sure, no, that sounds great. All right. Thank you to uh, our guest today, Grandma Dilly. Uh, thank you to uh, Cameron, our producer. Thank you to Did You Do The House. It
1: sounds like Grandma Dilly could kick all those people's ass.
2: Oh. Oh, I definitely could. Mm-hmm.
1: Kick that. Kick that.
0: My name is DrLennonSmith.com, and this has been the Chalk Doc Podcast. See ya. The sun blazes overhead, and you wipe your brow. Will this work never end? You raise the stick aloft once again, then force it down to the heaped-up pile before you. Wow, the answer really stirred up. Mom was right about attacking ant piles. You pull out your magnifying glass as your crush approaches. Boy, oh boy, this is going to be good. You position the lens just so while she approaches. A focused circle of light appears over an ant, and your eyes mirror this focused burning intensity. One of the ants' legs buckle as a small wisp of smoke curls above it. Is this what God feels like, you wonder? Suddenly, you feel a kick to your behind, and the ant pile rushes towards your face until you find that your nose and mouth are buried within it. You gasp a breath filled with ants sputtering and coughing as they bite your nose, mouth, and face as you pull your head up and out, only to catch a vision of your crush standing very proudly above you, saying in a self-righteous lecturing voice, Only one of us can be God. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Speaking of romantic flirtations, don't forget to leave a five-star review of the Jock Dog Podcast in which you share how the love of your life has caused you humiliation and bodily harm. And while you're at it, go ahead and share the Jock Dog Podcast with a friend or foe. You can send them a link to your favorite episode or just send them our handy website, jockdogpodcast.com. And don't forget to take a peek at our posts on social media. We are at jockdogpodcast. Thanks for listening.